All right, all right. Hello and welcome. It's Orenda Podcast number three. That's right. We're a quarter of the way to a dozen. Uh, a classic, a classic, classic landmark. Anyway, today we have Mr. Andrew Conrad on the podcast. He's going to be talking about his upcoming release, uh, Screaming While Playing. It's outstanding. We have a really good chat. Um, it's, it's, it's nice. I like doing this podcast. I got to tell you, if I can be honest with you, I really like doing this podcast because I get to learn a lot about the people who are also associated with the Arenda label. And these people, they're all tremendous musicians and they're all tremendous people. So it's a great experience for me. But you're going to love this talk. You're going to love it. We have, we have a good time chatting, you know, chewing the fat, as they say. Uh, anyway, let's get into the news. Uh, so, in terms of upcoming releases this month, on October 14th, we have Andrew Conrad's uh, record, uh, Screaming While Playing. On the 21st of October, Alexander Noyce and its music made with voices. If you uh, want to hear about that record, podcast number two, that's the one with, with Noyce and me. Uh, November 4th. John Armstrong's Burnt Hibiscus is coming up. We're going to have a podcast with him coming up at some point. So, you know, keep those ears wide open. In terms of shows, we've got a couple of cool ones coming up. The A. Conrad Trio, his CD release party uh, or show. It'll be a party. It can be both. It can be a party and a show. Uh, It's going to be at the Bootleg Theater with uh, Burning Ghosts and Snow Nerds. Uh, So it's going to be quite the quite the evening of jazz and improvised music you're you're gonna want to be there it's an historic theater uh on november 6th we have the uh john armstrong cd release party and show at the blue whale november 6th okay uh let's see so in terms of ongoing events we have uh aaron rosh's art show a haunting of architecture at the compound salon in Culver City. That's ongoing, so you have no excuse not to go. It's just it's all it's gonna be there, so you should be there. Um, oh, I made it onto this. My night at the falls, Monday nights jam session. You want to come and hang out and play tunes? Downtown LA, I'll be there Monday nights. Anyway. We got some Angel City Jazz Fest news. Uh, some people who have been on Arenda uh, releases on October 14th. It's Extreme Bass Night at the Eddie Eddie Edie at the Broad Stage. Uh, we got Stuart Liebig on that and Tim Lefave, who you can hear. Uh, you can hear Tim on the Rosenboom, the Dan Rosenboom release, Book of Storms, and you can hear Stuart on Acceleration uh, by the Weston Saxon Groove Assembly. Then on the next night, October fifteenth, at LACC's Clausen Hall, you can hear Joshua White 
uh, who is all over Arenda Records and a good friend of mine from San Diego. I haven't seen him in a long time. I'm going to have to go to this. Go say hello. But you can hear him on Gavin Templeton's release, Ballast, and on uh, Dan Rosenboom's release, Astral Transference and Seven Dreams. Again, uh, if you'd like to come see me, I'll be at the Offbeat in Highland Park on October 11th and Seven Grand in downtown LA on October 20th. Anyway, that's all the news. Whew. That was a marathon. So many things happening in L.A. for for, for right now. Anyway, uh, let's get into the chat with me and Conrad. Um, again, if you want to find out anything more about any of the artists, go to arenderrecords.com. You can pick up uh, Conrad's record there. You can also pick up any of these other ones we've been talking about here. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Mr. Conrad, welcome. Welcome, sir. Welcome to the podcast. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Um, so, let's see. Where to start? Um, well, the reason we're here today is because you've got a new record coming out called Screaming While Playing, and I want to talk about that, but before we do, I like to, you know, I like to catch up with people. How are you? <laughs> Dude, great, Matt. No, um, no but in, in, in all honesty, like I do like to, you know, get to know everybody who's yeah, sure. who's who's doing the, the records here on Arenda because like I feel like I know everybody, but I don't really like know everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so uh so so uh let's see. Where did we even meet? How do we know each other? I think it was through Kyle O'Donnell. That's that's yeah, my that's guess. my memory as well. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you, how how did you two link up ever? How did you uh, meet him? I met Kyle through uh Max Galtieri. That actually. I knew it. And I think I that's, knew it. That's yeah. also where. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, I haven't seen him in a minute. Um Yeah. Anyway, so so did you uh so you went to CalArts then with uh with Max then? Or? I did, yeah. We were there at the same time. Mm-hmm. Very cool, very cool. And does that was that for your undergrad or your or was that a? Uh, a I went there for my uh, graduate studies. Yeah. Nice, nice. Masters. Where'd you go for the undergrad? Uh, in Reno. Reno. Studied at the University of Nevada. There. Ooh, yeah. what is that? The Lobos? What's the what's the mascot for that team? It's uh, the. Uh, oh, I should know this. The Wolves. The Wolves, the wolves Pack. The, yeah, the Lobos, right? That's. Is that. That's Wolf in Spanish, I think. Oh, great. That's got it. You're gonna you're gonna seem foolish now to all of the all of the Reno all of alum our, oh who are man. listening to this. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but uh, so is that where you're from? Are you from uh, Nevada? No, I'm originally Nevada. from uh, from California. Okay, from what, the Central Coast. Nice. What what whereabouts? Little, little town Atascadero, just north of San Luis Obispo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I needed that reference point. Yeah, that's a helpful one. <laughs> That's cool. That's if beautiful. If you ever drive up the 101, you'll drive right through it. Okay. And probably not even notice. What's it? What's it famous for? What's its claim to fame? Oh, uh, like, s- like, because Gilroy up there is like the garlic capital, right? Right. Yeah. And so is that like? W- there's got to be some claim to fame. I think our biggest claim to fame is it's got a state hospital. Okay. That was in one of the Terminator movies. 
Well, that's a, that's a, that's that works. That's pretty good. That was it. What uh, which Terminator movie are we talking about? I think it was the second one. Oh, that's a that's a choice. And they just took the A off the sign, <laughs> so it says Tascadero State Hospital. That's how oh, they hit it. Oh, <laughs> very clever. Genius. Way to go, Hollywood. <laughs> so okay, so you do your undergrad in Nevada, Nevada. Yeah. Um, and uh, then you come down. You do some 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 grad work. You meet max then then all then then hilarity ensues um (laughs) no uh so what happened after that so like you did grad school and then you uh yeah i graduated uh, in 2010 and then just moved moved down to highland park Mm. actually love it in with some some other cal arts alum and yeah lived there for six years almost yeah and then i just recently relocated to east hollywood Okay. Los okay. Feliz area. Very nice. Yeah. And so, um, this record that you've got coming out, uh, which which what number is this for you? How how many how many of these do you got coming you out now? Uh, what's the what's the library like? <laughs> this is my first first record as a leader. Oh, cool. Um, I've got another a couple other records out that I've been a part of. Um, this this band Chord Four, which oh, is kind of yeah, like a yeah. group led quartet. We've got a record out. Um, but yeah, this is my first foray into leadership <laughs> Ooh, foray. well I, I i really like it i was i was uh so Thank you. so we've been uh, uh you at home listening don't know this but uh there were a bit of some scheduling uh, uh we tried to do this a couple times before today and so i've been listening to this record multiple times because you know <laughs> i was like oh, okay wow. i'm gonna listen to it leading up to this time and then it was like okay i got some more time to listen to it so i listened to it again <laughs> and then i'm on my way over today listen to it again and i really really enjoy it um so Thank it's you, it's uh it's a uh, it's a cordless trio yeah yeah um uh, uh which i which i which i think is i mean it's cool, but like, I mean, I was free <laughs> if you were like needed somebody to play chord. It's funny, no, I'm you're just not kidding. the first person to say that. It needs more guitar, right? Or just more, more guitar. That's yeah. don't don't they all? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but this is really it's really wonderful. Um, uh, 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 who's the the personnel on it? It's um, it's uh, Emilio Terranova's playing mm-hmm, bass mm-hmm. and uh, Mike Lockwood. Love those guys. Drummer. Yeah. Extraordinaire. Yeah, he's he's yeah. wonderful. Is I. I, he moved, right? He's not in town anymore. Yeah, he's uh, he was in New York for a hot minute, and now he's in Portland. Oh yeah, yeah. That's very cool. So it was when was uh, so when did you guys track this all um, before he left, or was he just yeah, in town or something? This was tracked actually like two days before Mike left uh, nice. in March of 2015. So right, right, I'll, right. That's well, that's ago. that's great. Well, so one of the things that I really like. Um, about the 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 format the cordless trio and what you do so well in it is 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 that there's this kind of interplay between um there's a harmonic freedom you know because yeah. there's you're nobody's like i'm playing this chord you have to do what i say uh <laughs> it, but but you're very deliberate <clears throat> excuse me you're very deliberate in your in the harmony you're choosing to outline i feel like when i'm hearing you play like you're it doesn't seem like it seems like every idea is is, is really nicely like uh, uh, self-contained in that mm. in that like it's clear like even if you're like outlining some very adventurous harmony and some like interesting you know rhythmic subdivision you're you're doing it with its with it with a concept that's very well defined and so even though it might like stretch the harmony I really I like that aspect of it is that it's very deliberate and yet free you know what I mean yeah for sure 
I think that you do a good job of that on there. And I feel like that's also reflected in the in the in the interplay between the rhythm section because, you know, they they're they're always together, but it's got this great like loose seat of its pants feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so 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 talk a little bit about like about about that. What's the what's the interplay like? What are you guys thinking when you get in there and and are really trying to uh, uh, hash out a tune? Well, yeah, one of the reasons I chose Mike and Emilio is because they're really great at playing that way together and they have a history playing together in different right. formations and and the three of us have played a lot together in different formations. But right, um right. the tunes or the compositions actually are are pretty thought out harmonically for the most mm, part. Mm. Um and then the improvisations usually are on the more open side. There's a couple of tracks where we're reading we're actually reading changes, but it's right. it's mostly very open. Um and I just love improvising with those guys because their ears are always wide open. Right, right. And they're always down to explore different avenues of, of harmony or, or rhythm, especially right. fun. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's great. And it's got this um this great like live energy feel, which is like yeah. my favorite thing in jazz personally. It's just like it's like I don't want to hear too much like done to it. Like <laughs> gimme give gimme give like live and like an energy you know and that's that i think that this this has a lot of that on it um you also play a lot of different horns i feel like on this on this thing do you don't you tenor and and clarinet yeah yeah is is that it there was there was one other thing that i was like what and in on graham for martha oh yeah there's uh uh is that really just tenor or clarinet yeah yeah, it's just tenor i was playing tenor that whole time yeah really because it sounds like at towards the end there's like some like multiphonic thing I'm, going uh, on. At the end of it, I'm like singing, singing mm. and playing at the uh, same time. Is that yeah, what it yeah. is? Because I remember hearing it, I was like, I don't know what horn that is, but I'm gonna <laughs> ask. <laughs> yeah, I discovered and got obsessed with this thing one day. I was playing in the the lower register of my horn. If I realized if I sang a fifth, you get the third of a major chord as like a difference tone. It's super wow. soft, but. Wow. Then I just got obsessed with that, and right. it worked its way into that tune. <laughs> well, I, 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 it's, I, I think it's great because it, it yeah. really, it really threw me because, like. You know, it's as a harmonic guy, I'm always listening. You know, I'm always listening for harmony, and I heard someone. I was like, "Wait, what is happening? This can't be. Is, is yeah, this yeah. real life?" Um, <laughs> like, uh, 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 looking back towards what I was saying about um, how I was getting a lot of deliberate ideas out of yeah. your, out of your playing. Um, you're 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 also very uh, <laughs> uh, explicit about what your about your thoughts on these tunes in the liner notes here like there there's some there's some deep reading yeah on those liner notes <laughs> there is and uh, it's uh, not too heavy no 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 <laughs> it's it's not it's it's easy reading but it's but it's um there's there's a lot of information there which i think is really cool because it's you're you're giving you're very clear about what your intention is on some on some of these songs in the liner notes which you don't always get so like yeah. what was what was why'd you uh 
Why'd you go that way? Oh man, um, <laughs> I I went back and forth about writing something myself or not because Matt Mayhall writes right. some. He wrote some beautiful liner notes for the record as well, um, and I always come back to something my mom almost always says when she hears me perform, which is she wishes she knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I mean, she's amazing. She loves hearing me play. Um, but she always like requests that I, I talk about what's going on. And I think actually there's a lot of merit to that sentiment of when you get a jazz record, especially a record like this, that's very improvisational and, um, I, th- on purpose, it kind of skews the line between composition and improvisation a few times. And mm-hmm. I thought it would be great to include sort of my thoughts and where I'm coming from with the music. Um, but at the same time, I I want the listener to get out of it what they want to get out of it. So, sure, sure. You know, I think I say something in there about it's, you know, these are my ideas about where the compositions are coming from, which feed the improvisations. But really, it's... I think with a lot of this kind of abstract music, it's about whatever you hear it to be about, whatever you're feeling sure, that day sure. when you're listening. Yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah. Well, that's great. I really like that. I really like that uh, that sentiment because uh, I uh, I feel like I've got a mom that says a similar thing. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I think that's do. right. <laughs> uh, 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 you gotta talk more, man. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you don't say enough when you're on stage, right? Oh. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so there's so there's a couple more notes here that I, I wanted to talk about, um, yeah. and they're kind of they're kind of more on the um, on the uh, uh, technical nerdy side, let's say, uh, <laughs> because when I was listening to, uh, for instance, uh, the first tune on here, Harvester Blend, yeah, um, there's there's two things that I really noticed that I was that I was really struck by in the um, in the in the in the tune was that one um, you're using these these like groupings right of like three four five six and you're like yeah. you know you're playing these different groupings of notes um, uh, that are like these little self-contained cells you know mm-hmm. uh, in a repeated way but you're also not breathing uh <laughs> and uh and and I, it took me until maybe the second listen to be like wait there's like no breaths in here like how is how is this man doing this yeah um and so w- w- the 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 reason they're, I, I see these things as nerdy is they're very like like it you know just objectively not to me <laughs> is is that they're very like uh saxophone technique specific right like yeah how do you how how do you circular breathe for five minutes straight? That's insane. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a tax. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, the, yeah, I definitely am breathing. <laughs> okay, good. Phew. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm circular breathing throughout, throughout the melody and the head, the, yeah, the noted, notated parts of that tune. That, that seems to me like that, like it's, that seems to me like it's a, uh, a real exercise in like, technique like so so what strikes me a lot about your playing yeah. that i think is really great um is is that it's at the same time like uh, uh um technically on the instrument like deep like you're doing some really like when you're talking about like singing into it and like singing the fifth and third and like mm-hmm. that's a technique i don't hear about people using a lot you know yeah uh, there's like there's um 
when you're talking about doing the circular breathing for a long time, when you're doing these like little note cells that are repeated and like you gotta, like nail them every time, and uh, you're doing all these things, but it doesn't come across as like this is a saxophone clinic. This is a, yeah. you know, it, oh, that's it comes good. across as like <laughs> being a, like, like, like a, a beautiful artistic statement, but like, but you can tell, at least I can, when I'm listening to it, I'm like, wow, he's really playing a lot of saxophone right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great to hear that it doesn't come across too much that way. Cause that was definitely the challenge, especially with that first tune. Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. I brought it into Mike Emilio, it's like, we started rehearsing it. And it's like, is this just too hard? Is this like <laughs> too nerdy? Right. Is it music? Is right. it, can we make it music somehow? Right. Um, yeah. And so there's a couple of uh, solo tunes on here, right? Yeah. Uh, which three, three, three solo tunes, uh, 1604 mm -hmm. and Graham for Martha and String Nine. Yeah, 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 that's right. I was, um, yeah, I really liked 1604 as well. Yeah, it's the, the clarinet one. Yeah, yeah. And, and on that one, Again, it sounds like you're doing a lot of that like yeah circular thing and yeah. a lot of those like cellular ideas too, you know, mm -hmm. those like small groupings of notes. And and uh yeah, maybe we could hear some of this song right now. So the other two that I really wanted to talk about, um, love the title of one of these, Someday You Will Die and Somehow Something's Gonna Steal Your Carbon. Yeah, it's true. It is. <laughs> it is. But I, so you sent me a link to this to this record at first, and I was sitting at a coffee shop, I had the headphones in, I was like having a, having a coffee and, and listening to this, and I just saw the title like scrolling across the screen, you know, doing the slow crawl, and I yeah. just lost my mind. I thought it was the funniest thing. I, oh, I that one's That one's great. Maybe we can hear some of that too.
And then the other one that I really that really struck me on this was all unblocked up. Um, the last yeah. tune on here. Um, so tell me a little bit about that one because that one there's 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 more stuff going on on that one than than in some of the others. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a there's some singing going on. The three of us all uh, after the fact we overdubbed some singing, and then during the performance we're actually yelling out some words. Right. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the the way you manage not to swear in that because I was thinking like <laughs> if I were doing that every third one would be you yeah. Know, that's the tricky part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys kept it to just objects in the kitchen or something. I don't know. I heard spoon in there a couple times. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh there's there's only let's see, there's S words. Mm. So words that start with S or W or B were the three sections. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Very cool. It's very illiterate. Let's well let's hear some of that as well. Love that, love that. Anyway, I really, I really love this record. I think you did a great job with it. Thank and, you. And and it's it's always nice to hear Mike and Emilio too. Like those guys play great together, and it's yeah. nice to hear them in such a free setting like this. You know, like let them go, and that's what they do. Yeah, they really kill it on this. Yeah, couldn't uh, be happier. Yeah. So so when does this come out? It comes out. Uh, I guess this. Friday, it'll be on the fourteenth. Yeah, October October fourteenth. Cool, yeah. cool. And uh, uh, how do uh, how do people get it? And where can they see you? Um, you can get it online at uh, Arenda Records uh, the website, Perfect. and um, there'll be a live release show on the sixteenth. That's so that's Sunday. Sunday, okay. Sunday, October sixteenth cool. at uh, the Bootleg Theater. Oh, nice. Yeah. An historic location. <laughs> uh, that's very cool. Nice. Well, um, cool, man. That's 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 all I wanted to touch on um, on this. I really I can't say enough good things about the record. Really enjoy it. Oh, really man. love the vibe of it. Love its like energy and its and its compositional ideas. And you're playing playing the life out of that saxophone on there. So <laughs> so so. Thank you, man. I love I love the effort. Thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, thanks for having me.
right, there it was, me and Conran just chatting, screaming while he was playing. Uh, make sure you go and pick up that record. It's really great. I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, and make sure you check out his show. Uh, so, yeah, that was it. I hope you learned something. I hope you feel I hope that feels good. I hope that feels, feels like you really, really grew. I feel like I did. Once again, make sure to uh, rate us on iTunes and subscribe. It helps everything. And you can uh, check out uh, orenderrecords.com for all pertinent Orenda information. Also, you can sign up for the newsletter there. So if you're tired of hearing me stutter, you can skip right past it to the... Oh, this is bad. Right to the uh, the interview portion of the show. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Subscribe. Rate. That's that's it. Do I need a send-off still, Dan? Or is what's, what's the deal? 